Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at OnboardNWA.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, it's Randy Wilburn here from I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm excited to be with you today. I actually decided to do something different once more for another episode of the podcast. I'm actually coming to you live on Facebook Live. This um, episode will actually be put out as a podcast as well, but I wanted to come live and just kind of check in with folks, see how you're doing after um, all the events from last week. I, I did a show last week about Get Out to Vote, and clearly somebody listened to me. Um, we had the biggest turnout that we've ever had uh, when it comes to presidential elections, and so I'm excited about that. I uh, am glad that people uh, practiced their civic duty and went out and um, voted, uh, however they voted, on whatever side of the aisle that you choose to vote on. 
And uh, I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about the future for a lot of reasons. But I just wanted to thank everybody that uh, that get, did get out and um, and do their civic duty and get out and vote. I, I'm, I'm really excited for, for what the future holds. I know there are always going to be winners and losers, but I think today... If if there's no other time for us to come together as Americans, uh, we need to do that now. And uh, don't look at it as, well, your party won and my party lost. I think we we can all look at ways to continue to um, make America an amazing place to be. And, and uh, you know, I'm ex- excited about what's happening here in Northwest Arkansas, as I always mention. And that's why this show focuses on the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship and life here in the Ozarks. So I wanted to just kind of talk with you today and share a story that I shared this weekend. And it has really resonated with me. And I really think it's a great reminder of where we need to be as as individuals and collectively in our thinking and our thought process. So once again, this episode is a tremendous departure from the average episode that we do. Again, we bring on thought leaders. We bring on amazing people like Chef Aaron Rowe, who we had on the podcast not too long ago, uh, who does the Ozark Culinary Tours. We brought Kurt Benson on from Rope Swing, uh, Omar Kasem from Cider and uh, Juice Palm. And I mean, every time I turn around, Omar's creating another business. Mark Zweig from uh, Mark Zweig Inc. And so many amazing people that we've had a chance to bring on the podcast and even just regular folks. I mean, we're all regular folks, but I have unearthed some really gems in this area that I've been able to highlight and they have been so kind to sit down with me and I really appreciate that. But I wanted to just share this story and it's, it's, this is not going to be another long episode. Uh, I'm going to get in and get out. So bear with me for a second, but I was raking leaves as I know a lot of us were doing this weekend to maybe put, you know, get rid of all the leaves that are in our yard or just to get out and get some yard work and fresh air. The weather was gorgeous this past weekend, but I was telling my kids a story and I was explaining to them the importance of why we do some of the things that we do. And the kids were yelling at me. They were like, daddy, daddy, why are you cleaning the neighbor's leaves? (laughs) And I said, you know, I'll be honest with you. I kind of This is just built into me. And I was explaining to my kids and I was telling them how when I grew up, my grandfather taught me that uh, it's always good to look after your neighbor, especially if you've got an older neighbor. And when I where I grew up, you know, I was like one of the youngest kids on the block. There were other kids on the block, but there are a lot of our neighbors were older. So I always grew up in a place where I would you know, go help the neighbors shovel snow in the wintertime. I grew up in northern New Jersey or, you know, in the fall, like it is here in northwest Arkansas, we had leaves everywhere. So I would go rake leaves. I wouldn't even ask. I wouldn't ask permission. I would just go rake somebody's leaves. And that's just the way it was. And it's kind of how I was raised. It was built into me. And I know a lot of you that listen to this podcast, you know, there is a work ethic that is ingrained in you. There is an attitude that a lot of us have when it comes to that type of um, desire to want to help other people out. And so I guess 
I tried to explain that to them this weekend, and I said, well, with everything going on in the world, and most importantly, here in the United States, we need to really start practicing what it means to be a good neighbor. And so I told them, when you think of yourself from a neighborly perspective, you know, it's almost as if asking the question, are you your brother or your sister's keeper? And that's a question that sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been able to say in the affirmative, yes, I am my brother's keeper, I am my sister's keeper. But in this instance, I had a learning moment where I was able to sit down and kind of walk the kids through this thought process and explain to them that the extra five or 10 minutes that I spent on the neighbor's side blowing their leaves and then putting them in a bag and all that stuff it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it's no skin off my back um i i have the ability to do it god um woke me up yesterday morning so the day that i was doing this and so i i was in a good place and you know i have to be thankful for what i have and i just think we need to get to a place and this story when as i shared it with the kids was just a stark reminder that we need to get back to being our brother and our sister's keeper. Now, does that mean that sometimes you're not going to agree with your brother or your sister, or maybe your brother or your sister might be mean to you? It could be a blood relative. It could be a friend. It could be a neighbor down the street. The bottom line is that life is too short for us to hold grudges, and it's important, I think, for us to try to set a tone and a standard, and especially when little ones are looking at us. And so I tried to model the way that I would want somebody to treat me in front of my kids. And I'm not perfect at this, and I'm not holding myself up as an example. I'm telling a story that I think begs repeating, because I think now in the society that we're in, we really need to focus on uh, giving ourselves to other people that need that. And I think it's important. I apologize about that. I didn't put my phone on silent, but I I wanted to just share with you this story because it, it so touched me how important it is, even when no one's looking for us to be our brother and our sister's keeper. And You know, in this particular case, the neighbors didn't come out and thank me for raking the leaves. I didn't really care. I just, A, I didn't want the leaves to blow on my side, but then I just thought, you know what, this is the right thing to do. And so, you know, explaining that to the kids, they got it. They eventually said, you know what, you're right. I understand this. It's not my yard, but why shouldn't I help somebody else if I can? And I think right now with all of the division that does exist, make no mistake about it, we are in a very divided country right now on a lot of levels. And I won't get into all the particulars. All you have to do is pick up the latest newspaper, uh, uh, scroll to Fox or CNN or whomever. And depending on who you choose to listen to, you're going to believe that optic that's being shared with you. And so I really want to encourage you to set your own optical look at where things are. And even if you disagree with your brother or your sister, to figure out a way to connect with them and find some common ground uh, if you can. I know it's not always easy. I know there's some people that are so far right that 
that that there's just no connecting with them and there's some people that are so far left that there's almost no connecting with them and everybody thinks they have the right answer and the right solution to what America should be but you know what America really is and this is something that I've learned and my family has been here for generations. I can date my family back to the late 1600s here in the United States. So I've been here a minute and I have the right to say what I'm about to say. But we have become what the Germans call a Schmelztiegel, a melting pot. And, you know, when you start melting in all of the different backgrounds and people that come from Northern Europe, people that come from Africa, people that come from Asia. After a while, you start stirring up that pot and man, the, 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 it just smells good. It looks good. It tastes good. But not everybody agrees with that. Um, but I'm here to say that it's almost an inevitable thing of where we're headed. And I think if we stop and focus on what's right in front of us. That's our neighbor. That's the people that we see every day. Those are our brothers and our sisters. You may not call them that, but you know, if you think of it in that way, would you treat your brother or your sister a certain way? Some of you are like, yeah, Randy, you don't know my brother or sister. I would treat them like crap because they treat me like crap. And that's fine. That's a, that's a whole nother story for another day. But the bottom line is you understand what I'm saying. Yes, when you ask that proverbial rhetorical question, am I my brother's keeper? I think it's a resounding yes. Is it easy to be your brother or your sister's keeper? Absolutely not. I struggle with it. I struggle even with some of my neighbors. I definitely don't agree with some of the things that they agree with. And but but yet and still, I make it a point to talk with them and understand where they're coming from. And it's a hard conversation to have. And I'm not trying to change anybody's mind about how they feel on who they voted for and why they voted for them. Um, this is not this is a human issue that we need to come to and a realization of how important it is for us to really reach out to each other to try to understand each other better. And I think one of the easiest ways that we can do that is by simply being our brother or our sister's keeper and trying at a very fundamental level to do that and then let it grow from there. And so me raking my neighbor's leaves yesterday was one way that I could do that. Me reaching out to a neighbor who maybe voted on the other side of the vote that I made I reached out to them and chatted with them. And I think it's important for us to be able to do that because if we look at it as winners and losers, then there's always going to be winners and losers. Of course, I know that in the game of life, there are winners and losers. But as Americans, we need to figure out a better way to handle and deal with each other especially in the face of what one side may deem uncertainty and the other side may deem with a collective sigh of relief because the outcome that they were hoping for actually happened. And I hope that makes sense. And so I think it's really important for us to just figure out a way for us to have these conversations and to, you know, get with folks and um, be uncomfortable from that perspective. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. I know for me, 
it was just a good reminder. And I grew up with a little bit of everybody in my neighborhood. I had blacks, I had whites, I had Latinos, you, you name it. We had them all in my neighborhood. And I would go around, once my grandfather taught me that lesson, I would go around and do things for people without asking and help them wherever I could, um, you know, because I realized they're my neighbor. And I care about them and I want to see them succeed as much as I want to succeed. So I really want to encourage you to be thinking about that and just think of it from this perspective. Am I my brother or my sister's keeper? And let that rule how you treat other people. Yes, I know that racism exists. Yes, I know that, yeah, you know, Randy, you don't know what I've gone through. I get all that. And I'm not discounting anybody's life experiences. All I'm saying is that all we can control is what is right in front of us. And sometimes the simplest way to put out an olive branch, the simplest way to communicate to somebody else that, they matter, even if you disagree on things, is to show them that you are your brother or your sister's keeper. So I know that sounds a little hokey, but that's the story that I shared with my kids this weekend, and it's been resonating with me. And again, I get it that it's not going to solve all the world's problems. It's not going to stop China from spying on us. It's not going to stop the pandemic. Uh, or make it go away tomorrow. I wish it would go away because I'm sick of putting on a mask. But you know what? It's something that I do because I want to make sure I don't get anybody else sick. So from that perspective, for me, I am my brother or sister's keeper because I'm trying to keep them as safe as I keep myself. And uh, I could go down a whole roll with that. And I didn't necessarily want to you know, talk about the mask issue, but It's just one of many. And I would go back to the golden rule in terms of treating others how you would want to be treated from that perspective. And I know that's a difficult one. So I can only throw one life lesson out at a time. And so whether you're raking leaves in your neighborhood and you want to do right by the person on the right or your left, or you just want to reach out to that, um, you know, neighbor that you've never truly agreed with, but you figure, you know what, life's too short And even if we don't uh, agree to all the same things, we can still treat each other with respect uh, and not contempt. Um, Because uh, I'm going to tell you, life is too short for that. And you can be taken out of here just like that. And you'll miss your opportunity. So continue walking around. I really should get a T-shirt that says I am my brother or sister's keeper. Because I think if we start thinking using that lens to look at each other, then it will allow conversations to happen. It will cause hearts to soften and not harden. And it will um, potentially create an even better future for our kids. And this is a lesson that I certainly hope my kids get. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm 51 years old and life continues to get better. I, um, I'm thankful for everything that I have. And I just, um, you know, I just want to keep encouraging everybody to be the best version that you can be of yourself, because um, there are no there are no um, do overs. So think of it that way. Uh, I wish to congratulate 
uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for being elected. Uh, and I know some of you might say, well, it's not done yet, Randy. I get all that, but it it doesn't look like it's going to happen any other way. So uh, I want to congratulate them. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the next four years holds for our country and how we continue to grow as a country, but also as an individual. And I think more importantly, the better that we get as individuals, the better this country gets, because we all have room for improvement as far as that's concerned. So I'm going to get off of my soapbox now, and uh, I'm going to just close, wind this podcast up. And as I said, I've got a bunch of episodes coming for you. I've been working really hard to share some things and I've got some really great people. I've got um, Visit Bentonville. Uh, I've got uh, my man from um, Be Good, the t-shirt company. I've got uh, the folks from Theater Squared. I have some amazing people. I just sat down with the great people, Brian Fitton and um, Lauren over at Go Rogue X. So I've got some great folks. But I did want to mention something to you. And I don't know if you guys know about these pants lives in. I'm wearing them now. They are locally made right here in Fayetteville. Uh, you know, I always have to bring things back to Northwest Arkansas. But uh, Andrew Gibbs Dabney was on an episode of the podcast not too long ago, and he makes these pants. He used to work for Mo over at Fayette Chill, Mo Elliott. And uh, of course, you guys, those of you that know Fayette Chill know they make some really great clothing items. They've got a little store over there on Dixon. But Andrew used to work for Mo, and then he stepped out on his own and Got, you know, learned a lot about the apparel industry and came up with a pair of pants. Listen, let me tell you, these are some of the best pants that I have ever worn. I really want to encourage you to check out the pants at um, Lives In. And you can go just go online. They're right at Lives In Design. It's, uh, hold on. LivesInDesigns.com, L-I-V-S-N Designs.com. I am not a spokesperson. I don't get a penny for this. I just want to tell you, these pants are ridiculously comfortable. They're good for bike riding. They're good for hiking. They have extra um, well um, space in the crotch. Uh, they're perfect for men and women. And I'm going to tell you this, they make me look slimmer. Anything that can make me look slimmer is a good thing. So I just want to encourage you to check out the Lives and Designs. If you are not uh, from Northwest Arkansas, you can get them anywhere around the country. You can order them on that website. Uh, again, it's livesindesigns.com. I'll put this in the show notes. But I really want to encourage you to check them out, see, see what they're doing. And I, I got to tell you, if you don't like these pants, I'll pay for them. That's how strongly I feel about them. And I don't know how long this podcast will be out there for a while, but if you don't like them, I'll pay for them. And the other thing I did want to mention is, 
you know, I've connected with uh, Kira Ramsey and the great folks at downtown Springdale. They're doing an event coming up in a few weeks, and we're working on this whole What's New NWA campaign where we're going to update you guys on a regular basis on all the happenings. But I promised Kira I would share this, that there is going to be a Cycling Santa's event. It's a five-mile bike ride presented by 37 North Expeditions. We had them on the podcast as well. And they're going to go through downtown Springdale with stops along the way for holiday treats. Uh, and then the guides are the only ones that know the route and the stops. So you don't know where you're going to stop, but you will be stopping in some places. This is a family friendly event. I really want to encourage you to take part. You can wear costumes. It's, it's going to be extremely festive. It's taking place on Saturday, November 28th from 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. I believe that's the Saturday right after Thanksgiving. So that's a holiday time. So that that would be a good way to kind of get your holiday started. Uh, And, you know, why not throw on your Santa hat and go out and get a little ride on with the folks from 37 North Expeditions in downtown Springdale. A lot of cool things are happening in downtown Springdale. You should check out their website, downtownspringdale.com. What is that? .org. And um, see what's happening down there. I go down there quite a bit. Uh, that's where um, uh, uh, at Black Apple Cider Cidery is. And um, Tyson has one of their offices there. There's a great taqueria. I can't think of the name. There's a couple of awesome sandwich shops. And I, I usually ride through downtown Springdale as I'm on the Greenway going up to Rogers or Bentonville. And I usually stop at that fat tire to get an espresso or um, to get some air in my tires. So I really want to encourage you to do that. So that's all I have for you uh, this week on I Am Northwest Arkansas. I want to thank my great sponsors, the exclusive real estate group. Chris Dinwiddie and his team are some of the best agents in, agents in the area. Um, they do everything from uh, providing in-house designers and architects to finding that first first home for you. So uh, I encourage you to check them out. You could visit them at IamNorthwestArkansas.com forward slash exclusive. And it's it'll just take you to their website. They have a special contact page. You can connect with Chris and you can also call him on his cell anytime. It's rare that a broker, um, a managing broker will give out a cell phone, but Chris does because he's just that kind of guy. And his cell is 479-305-0468. And finally, um, I wanted to share a program that we use and it's uh, called Next Level 7. If you've ever thought about starting your own business or giving your current business a real tune-up, you need to check out Next Level 7 and take some lessons from the master. Brian Clark is a friend of mine. He's also a person that has built uh, multiple eight-figure businesses from scratch and sold them. This guy knows what he's talking about. So we actually use his training and, and the way that he teaches you to engage with the customer and how you market and do all that great stuff. We use all of that right here on I Am Northwest Arkansas, and it's truly transformed how we do business. And he has a free course which kind of gives you all of the nuts and bolts that you need. And of course, there is a paid option as well. But honestly, folks, the free course is perfect. And if you want to go deeper, you can, but the free is enough to get started. So if you've been sitting sitting with a really good business idea, or maybe your business isn't where you need it to be, 
This course, Next Level 7, is definitely worth taking a closer look. Just visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com forward slash and the word seven. So IamNorthwestArkansas.com forward slash seven to check out Next Level 7 and get the free course. There are some podcasts that come along with it. So you don't want to miss that. All of this information is also in the show notes. So if you are, well, I would hope you wouldn't be listening to this while you're driving because it was a Facebook Live. But if you're listening to the podcast replay, then, you know, just check out the show notes at IamNorthwestArkansas.com and all that information will be there for you. So that's all I have. Thanks so much for the kind words, Adam Denae, Uh, He just said wise words. And um, my sister-in-law, who I didn't realize was listening in, was checking out the podcast. Nadine Gray, I, I appreciate you. And... Um, you know, that that is uh, you're right. You always want to in your quiet time, ask God to let you be a blessing to someone today. If you pray to God or if you if um, you meditate or, or whatever you do to uh, understand what your true north is and, and, and who you should be helping out and how you should help them, uh, that certainly is great advice. So thanks. Thanks for that, Nadine. I appreciate it. That's all I have for you guys this week. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will be in touch soon. Remember, the uh, I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast comes out every Monday and uh, we've got a really great episode for you next Monday. And I promise you, it will not be a monologue from Randy. I've got a great guest and I'm not going to tease it now. Just stay tuned and subscribe to the podcast, wherever great podcasts can be found. And you'll get that episode when it comes out next Monday. That's all I have. Remember, I am my brother or sister's keeper. If you keep saying that to yourself, it will it will come to fruition. And uh, I know it might be tough for some folks right now because whoever you wanted to win didn't win or you just don't like the way things are going. Keep persevering. Keep pushing through. OK, we are a big country with big goals and amazing people, and it will get done. So I just want to encourage you. I don't know who that's for, but somebody needed that encouragement today. I'm Randy Wilburn, the host of I Am Northwest Arkansas, and I will be in touch with you guys real soon. We'll see you next week. Take care. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.